the opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gal Media station. This segment is brought to you by Carbach. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, this is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Today's Blitz Rewind starts now. I don't know how much time we even need to spend on this nonsense. I mean, I had mixed feelings about it coming in because the reality is there's nothing about that game that we learned. Anything. I mean, except for one thing. I, I think that's the first time I've actually seen him quit. Oh, they quit. And they, 100% and, yeah. they quit. This was easily the most embarrassing performance of the season. And this that's a season that's had a lot of embarrassing days. This was the worst, right? Right. I told you guys, this guy James Harden is cancer. He is a bum. He is poisonous. And if you don't realize that now, I mean, he, he's that dude. He's Bill O'Brien. He's pointed the finger at everybody else possible. And now it's just him standing in the room by himself looking like an idiot. No one else to blame. If you don't realize that now, you, you're the sucker. That guy is a disease. I just, I want him gone. Here's Fred, AJ, and the brewmaster himself, Eric. And we're back on the Blitz. Hour number three, 713-780-ESPN is your number, 713-780-3776. Or you can get us on the Blitz Facebook page. Find the Blitz, click like, you're good to go. There's Twitter at Fred Power, at AJ is the real, at Aaron is Blitz, at MK Pallet, at Degenerates975. can text the show, you know the number for that. You can also watch us on Twitch, ESPN, uh, twitch.tv slash ESPN 975. I'll tell you who's not a disease, Eric Warner. Uh, maybe. What's up, buddy? I, I, I was a disease six months ago, but here I am, uh, just like Lance. Uh, a survivor. Antibodies pumping through my veins. Oh, you're a survivor. I'm yeah. a survivor, <laughs> yes. Yeah, How do I get a... How I get a special you, uh, star for that. Yeah, how long do you think people start before they start acting like, oh, I like it's like cancer survivors are like, oh, I'm a coronavirus survivor. How long? Before well, that's already going on. There's the, those people they call them the supposedly they're called the long haulers, and they have these like lingering effects from coronavirus. So, uh, yeah, dude. I, I mean, well, you you preempted my my lead in, which is going to be. And this ties into what we're talking about, but uh, husband boss has to be loaded, right? There's no way a normal wife would put up with that. We, as much as the three of us like to joke about that, we'd be bounced on the street so fast she wouldn't even. So he's got to be loaded, right? I don't know. I, I mean, I feel like it's not the worst thing to. And it, now he would have to be open to having his performance reviewed too. Was there any mention of that in, in what you saw, Fred? No, no. It's just he did it on his own. Uh, you know, I, I would be open to that if she wanted to review me because I, I kind of know where I need improvement. Where do you need improvement? Uh, too fat, drink too much. But, I mean, as a money. husband. Yeah, it, it, Fred, you just described like 90% of the men. No. Yeah. So, <laughs> good luck. She can go find one of the other yeah, 10% she, if got, it's that big of a deal. One of them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, but uh, I, I, yeah, I, I think uh, th- that that guy just, I, I mean, I can't even imagine beginning that other than like you said, it's like, hey, I got a proposition here. We got a, we got like a, 
a two-way street or something. Yeah, that's, and, called, that's uh, called communication, but, Eric. You know, it's working on your marriage. That would probably be one of my... So I think the one, like if women are like fat and drink too much, I think for men it would be like you're a hypochondriac or you're still talking about this that you got like six months ago, right? Um, although I say that, and my mom is like one of the most stoic people I know when it comes to injuries like she could be just about ready to you know faint pass out from something uh and and she won't uh say anything so maybe i have to rescind that but well what's mountain life for you like these days how's uh how's colorado treating you good i i told aaron uh i i I was able to go up snowboarding each of the last two days oh so you've been working uh, very very hard What's that? So you've been working very, very hard. Well, you know, there's always uh, beer tasting at the end of that because you know you're kind of it's kind of like a workout. You know, mm-hmm. you're out exercising and you got to try beers afterwards. But uh, now I, I uh, it's good because I can get out in the morning and then you know come home and and uh, watch Red Zone in the afternoon and uh, uh, interesting day. The morning the morning games were for the most part, uh, garbage. And then those afternoon games, uh, there were some, eh, I don't know I want to say exciting finishes, but, you know, some, some last score games going deep into the fourth quarter. So uh, it, was, it was enjoyable. And I, I certainly enjoyed seeing your Buffalo Bills take it to uh, uh, Pittsburgh last night, AJ. That was awesome. Well, don't worry, Pittsburgh. They're, they're still waiting. They're going to crank it up here in the next couple minutes. I'm sure they're, they're about to uh, make a big comeback because their offense is so good. You know, I, I, I wonder though, so, you, you know, this weekend, I, I don't know who they're playing and I, I know, you know, tomorrow's early looks, but, um, I, I, I think go over in that all things being equal because I think they're going to have to try something else. Now that said, they're down to what they're, um, the last, what did I hear? The last five possible. Oh, linemen. I mean, obviously they got guys on the uh, practice squad, but they're they're pretty banged up on the O line, right? The, the thing is that they're playing the Bengals, so they don't have to change anything. Yeah, good point. That'll yeah. be a, a a ten to seven affair. Yeah. Don't bet the over in the Bengals game because the Bengals yeah, might not good, score. Good point. point. Good, but no, it it, it really is uh, not pretty football to watch. Um, uh, Buffalo, on the other hand, it was really good to see them make the in-game adjustments, especially when they uh, started dealing it to Diggs. Who, by the way, I-, I was down 15 in my fantasy playoffs with him to go. And after the first quarter, I'm like, yep, that's it. I texted my coworker at Carbock, and I was like, congrats, man. And, uh, wow, uh, he-, he came back and had a- an impressive performance. But, yeah, I, I I like where the Bills are at, man. I mean, uh, what they, the, yeah, I think you guys were saying seven uh, uh, winning, uh, the, the seven wins against teams with winning records. Yeah, they're the real deal. I, I agree. They they look impressive. Um, I'll probably end up betting them hard against my Broncos uh, this weekend, and for no other reason, unlike. Atlanta, who, you know, you were talking about in the previous segment is just so wildly unpredictable. I think the Broncos are because they're like, they play a good game and they're like, ha, cool, we won one. Yeah. Now we don't have to show up for like a week or two. 
I'm kind of so, I'm, I'm kind of with you. you. I, you can get uh, you can currently get the Bills minus six and a half at at Broncos. I I don't I don't know. I mean, nice win for the Broncos and all, but I I think they're they're about to run into a little bit of a buzzsaw. Oh, a- a- absolutely. Yeah, the Bills seem super focused, and they're still playing. You know, I mean. <laughs> It's not likely, but you know, theoretically, they're still in the in the uh, chase for the first round bye. So um, you know, they're 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 going to keep going hard. Well, we were just talking about if the Steelers lose again, which they could, they've got two losable games left on their schedule, and the Bills win out, which they easily could. Their toughest game left is the Dolphins. Uh, it, then they could at least get the two seed. The one seed maybe the one seed I think is out of reach because they lost unless the Chiefs lose out, right? Because they lost head to head to the Chiefs. So it's it's in in the um, conference seedings. It's always head to head before. Oh no, it's not. Conference it's a, record. It's conference and record, it, and then head to head. That's what I thought. Yeah, but so if, if, if the Chiefs reason, lose out, though, then they'll they'll still they'll, they would still have uh, they would still have the, the their conference record. Yeah, the, 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 I don't think there's a way for the for the Bills to get the one seed. But so so the way this is going to work, right? Is um, you're you're gonna play the wild card rounds are are real clear cut. You've got uh, your other three division winners against uh, the three wild card teams, and then for the second round, does it revert to uh, seeding, or do division? Uh, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, like is the like, one seed gonna play the worst remaining team? Yeah, like I don't know. I don't. Yeah, know that, that's how it's worked in the past. Yeah, I guess so. so. I guess, yeah, I guess that would make the most sense. because it would always the seating always depended on that six three game, basically. So if three one, then yeah. So I don't. I, I assume that's how it'll work. And you know, something to think about with, with tonight's game, if you're if you're looking at action on on the Ravens Browns game, the Ravens are kind of in a must win situation. If the Ravens lose this game tonight, there's not really a path for them to make the playoffs. So, I mean, obviously, at this point in the season, every game is is a big deal. But this is a really big deal for the for the Ravens. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you, you know, I, I was thinking about that yesterday. Um, I, I'm, you know, being an old like Fred, I'm, I'm generally like a little more getting more conservative about grand traditions like playoff football and things like that. Um, so originally, you know, oh man, another wild card team, but. The thing I was thinking about, of course, the NFL loves this too because it engages the the viewership, uh, you know, in week sixteen and week seventeen. But just with that extra wild card spot, I mean, you probably have four to six games in both you know, across both conferences that aren't going to matter that yeah. wouldn't have the previous year, right? Because yep. you, you have that extra uh, wild card spot on on the line, and you know. I mean, who knows how things go in the NFC? You're talking about, you know, if the football, if, if all of a sudden all four of those teams get hot, maybe one of them becomes the, the, the non-division winner, the runner-up, could even still nab a wild card. Again, not likely, but if Arizona, uh, you know, doesn't, you know, if they tank a little bit, then, then that's in play. All right, we got to hit a quick break. We're going to talk some beer on the other side if you're good with that. Uh, I got to tell you guys about TGS Insurance. You looking to save some money on your homeowner's insurance? Well, TGS has a way to do just that, and it's so simple. All it takes is a text message. You text the word money to 232323. 23 23. 
They're going to reply back and ask for your address. You send that. They're going to send you a full quote with excellent coverage in 15 seconds. 15 seconds. That No waiting around in some insurance office. No being on the phone with somebody. It's simple. And there's no pressure. You decide, okay, I want to switch. Cool. They're going to take care of the back end for you, get you uh, out of your old policy, get you refunded on that, and start you saving money now. If you're not interested, they're not going to save you money. Oh, cool. No big, no, no harm, no foul. I saved over $1,000 a year on my homeowner's insurance. The average customer is saving $900 a year. Graham down the hall saved $2,600 a year. It's so simple. Guys, just send that text. Text the word money to 232323. Start saving today with TGS Insurance. The Blitz, Blitz on ESPN 97.5. Hey guys, it's AJ Hoffman. It's fall and we could all use a little awesome. Well, our friends at Bespoke Post has brand new seasonal box of awesome collections for guys guaranteed to upgrade your life. From style and grooming goods to barware, cooking tools and outdoor gear, Box of Awesome has collections for every part of your life. Bespoke Post only sends guys the best stuff every month. No matter what you're into, Box of Awesome has you covered. Who wouldn't want awesome stuff sent to them every month, right? It's like Christmas on your doorstep. Whether it's gear to upgrade your autumn craft beers or cozy threads for when the temperature dips, no matter what you're into, Box of Awesome has you covered. To get started, take the quiz at boxofawesome.com. Your answers will help them to pick the right Box of Awesome for you. They release new boxes every month across a ton of different categories. It's free to sign up, and you can skip a month or cancel any time. Each box costs only 45 bucks, but has over $70 worth of gear inside. Get 20% off your first monthly box when you sign up at boxofawesome.com and enter the code BLITZ at checkout. That's boxofawesome.com, promo code BLITZ for 20% off your first box. This segment is brought to you by Carbach. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred, AJ, and the brewmaster himself, Eric. And we're back on the Blitz. Eric Warner joining us, as he does every other Monday. One of these days, you'll be back in studio with us. I can't wait, guys. I think it'll be uh, early, mid-January. Stay tuned. But, um, you know, listen to you guys on the Twitch I, I think it's a great like Monday follow up. What's the one bet I should have made, and what's the one I shouldn't have? And and mine would be North Carolina. I just got you know cold feet about that, ridiculously so. And then AJ, you and I texted uh, about this earlier in the week, but I was super bullish on uh, Texans, and obviously that ended up being a really stupid play. Yeah. Well, it just looks stupid. I mean, the whole man, they were favored in the game, so it's not like you were the only ones who thought only one who thought that, but you know. It, did you end up playing it? I did. Well, that's what I told you not to. I know, daddy, but sometimes <laughs> I have to go my own way and yeah, learn well, these hard lessons on my own. Let, now, I hope you learned this time. I hope you've learned. <laughs> oh, I did. I did. Well, it, it just comes down to that like yeah, and that's when you're degenerate. You know, you're like trying to. I mean, you got garbage on garbage, and it's like uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna out handicap. It was like Atlanta, San Diego. I mean, 
anybody who claims they had that like accurately handicapped is just blowing smoke. And you know, you like you, you won, you won lucky, right? No, I didn't but, win. Uh, I lost that game. Really? Yeah, I was on the Falcons. I I said, listen, I this was my handicap. Fade Anthony Lynn. It didn't work. <laughs> it's my simplest handicap of the whole year. I was a sucker. Uh, oh man! Oh, so you were on? Wait, you were on Falcons? Oh, yes, Falcon? yes, I was. Okay, we share that same bad bet too. Yeah. All right. Well, at least that one was you were on well, too. The the one I was kicking myself over is is we talked about after talking with Taylor on Thursday about Rice and, and UAB only bringing half their team and. Rice is an eight-point dog, and I'm like, I, sh- I should hit Rice, and I didn't. Uh, so that was dumb. But well, ri- Rice is what we would call high variance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Eric, what do you guys? Uh, what do you guys got brewing over at Carbach? I don't know if you know personally, but like they send you an email and let you know. No, no, I get I get uh, regular uh, care packages, even despite these uh, these times with the holiday season and uh, you know online shipping being jammed up as ever. Uh, we have the new uh, Bruce Sanity. That is our uh, winter seasonal. It's a, a triple, kind of like a Belgian triple, strong golden. Uh, I think you'll like the uh, the, the the artwork. Uh, it's coming out as we speak. Why didn't we get cans uh, of this? Well, that was my bad, AJ. Yeah, man. I I, I did not do proper planning on that, and. As a bad boss, I, I expected DG to drop everything he was doing today and get some over to you guys. And he and said, I can't make it happen. He, he said, you know what? I don't care about my stinking review. Uh, I'm, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But, um, but yeah, in two weeks, I'll, I'll have some of that for you. Yeah, but by then, everybody will have had it. I, I, like, what am I going to do, drink beer that everybody else has already had? But the Kamina has that. Well, I, AJ, I'll, I'll, I've already got a little collection going of some stuff for you guys uh, from Colorado here. There's one, uh, my local brewery called Elevation. Uh, they're, they're about two miles away. They have a beer, uh, a barrel-aged imperial stout called the Oil Man, of all things. Um, amazing. It is like velvet. So, Fred, I know how much you love uh, barrel aged stouts and porters. So, uh, yeah, I think you're going to really like this one. Awesome. awesome. I've got some beer coming in from, um, I, I won't bring it here cause Fred will think it's gross and Aaron will think it's gross, but I just, I've, I just got a box of, of Lambic shipped from Belgium. So uh, we'll have some, uh, uh, yeah, Tyler's asking for some, we'll, we'll, we'll have how'd to, you, um, how did you facilitate that? Like somebody, you know, travels over there? Or no, like a- there's a, uh, there's basically a, a proxy shop, like a, uh, a, 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 it's a beer store, an online beer store, uh, that you can have the brewery, uh, and will ship to, and then they will, they charge you a, a handling fee and then they ship it to you. That's pretty cool. Yeah. What, um, what do they, Say like like let's say um, you know you're normally paying I don't know ten or twelve dollars for a twelve ounce bottle in in a bottle shop uh, if you if you could find it right Ooh. something of that ilk what what would you pay for it with all the shipping and stuff on top of it well the like the beer itself it, it's pr- it probably averaged out to about twenty five dollars a bottle 
Yeah, uh, it's all seven fifties. That's pre shipping though. Uh, and then with like, I just paid 135 euros to have the box shipped, and it's and, and how many 12 bottles? 14 bottles. That's not bad. I, I mean, you're think so. so you're adding 10 bucks a bottle. That's, yeah. that's not terrible. I'll take it. Yeah, I mean, you know, there there are obviously more expensive hobbies out there. So yeah, again, I could, I could be addicted if, to cocaine, and then I like <laughs> my wife would that, say, "Well, what'd you spend on cocaine this week?" And I'd say, "Honey, I don't know." <laughs> a lot. Well, you'll you'll have to bring that up to Annie yeah. and review. Is like, hey, my hobbies could be more expensive. Yeah. It's it's more <laughs> it's more than one hundred and thirty five <laughs> euros. That's how much I spent on cocaine. Okay. <laughs> uh, a lot of people have been asking about the ranch water. When will ranch water be available to the public? Yeah, uh, I, I was going to bring that up to time allotting, and yeah, that we you know since we talked about it a couple weeks ago and. We've done some um, other, uh, you know, uh, PR on it. Uh, phone's been ringing off the hook, so to speak. Uh, looking like probably second week of uh, January, but when we talk in two weeks, I'll have an exact date. But it's going to be um, a big launch. I mean, it'll be, um, you know, in all the usual places you'd expect. And, you know, the... Uh, sales team wants to really kick it off well, so there'll be a lot of in-store uh, displays. You know, going into the Super Bowl, and you know, a lot of people going into the, uh, you know after the holidays, or, or you know, AJ, I know you do this a couple times a year. They're looking for kind of the the lower carb uh, lifestyle, and and so uh, obviously the ranch water is a a great RX for that. Sorry, no help on the alcohol front, but. Uh, the free and easy uh, non-alcoholic IPA is doing well, and that will also be available after the first of the year. But, fellas, until then, nothing but barley wines and barrel-aged stouts, That's what right? it should be, yeah. It's, it's stout season. Get in there. Absolutely. I'm drinking a rodeo clown now as we speak. Getting lit. Good for you. How, how, uh, how was happy hour on Friday? I missed it. Yeah, yeah we, why were you gone? I tuned in and I was like, I, I mean, I like Josh, but I was like, I, I was expecting to hear your your soothing voice. No, my my nephew played in a he played in a state championship game on Friday, so I drove to uh, to Waco, Texas, to watch uh, watch his team get his ass kicked. Oh, like by four touchdowns plus? Or? Uh, yeah, four touchdowns. I think exactly. Wow, but it's hard to tell because it's it's six man football, so like. An extra, like if you kick the extra point, it's worth two points, and if you run it in, it's worth one. It's it's convoluted and, and weird. Field goals are like four, so it, it's confusing. But around four touchdowns, they lost by. Hey, I got a question for you on that. Did you see that uh, Toyota ad at halftime last night on Sunday Night Football? Uh, I, no, there wasn't an ad that jumped out at me. I don't know why. Well, it was um, a, a, a Texas school for the deaf one. Their championship. Yeah. They said it. That was the team. That's the team that beat my nephew's team. Oh, get out. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, then. I made a joke to, uh, I was talking to Craig Way, uh, who's like the, the high school football, you know, basically the high school football god in this state. And uh, he was asking me for score updates. And I said, one thing about this school for the deaf, they always play through the whistle. 
<laughs> Bada boom. I, I bet he didn't find that as amusing as we do. <laughs> he, he would never admit to finding it amusing. But that was pretty much all my jokes ever with him. He never found. He never admitted to finding them amusing. But they play. Uh, they hit a big drum for their snap count. It's pretty wild, and they're they're good, man. Yeah, they, they, they were, were showing that on the on the Toyota ad last night. Uh, national TV, man. They, it, but the question I really want to ask you that. It was some, like, league or, or what am I trying to say, division of high school athletics that was, like, different. It's TAPS, not UIL. So it's private, ah, okay. private and parochial schools is what it is. Ah, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Okay, okay. Well, um, hey, I guess maybe that's more of Victory Monday. Those kids can be like, uh, we at least lost to the guys that got on national TV. Well, I think they wanted to be on national TV, and although maybe they weren't as good of a story as the like, the Deaf Dynasty, those kids just keep rolling. Uh, but yeah, what are you going to do? You win some, you lose some, Eric. You know, there's many days I think if I didn't have my eyesight or another one of my senses somehow, you'd you'd be more focused, right? That's right. But I'm I'm a little ADD as it is, so. And I'm very visual, so my eyes uh, get me into trouble a lot of times. All right, so uh, maybe maybe two weeks, or probably more like four weeks. No, the next one. Are assuming you guys are working that week in between Christmas and New Year's? That'll be a, a telephone, and then I think the, the one after that, I'll be there. All right, man. Well, we'll see you then. That's Eric Warner, uh, Brewmaster, Brewmeister at Carbach. Appreciate the time, bud. Thanks, guys. All right, Eric, if you want to get your uh, your lady something, some pajamas for Christmas, pajamagram.com, the place to go. It's so easy, uh, and it, here's a, a great thing about it. it. It's sort of like you're doing extra because it comes gift-wrapped, but you're not doing anything. They just do it for you. That's what I like about it anyway. Uh, they've got all kinds of pajamas for your lady. You want something sexy? They got it. You want something that's going to keep her cozy and warm? They got it. You, let's say you, it's not even for your lady. Let's say you want to get some pajamas for your kids. Let's say you want some man pajamas. They've got those, too. They've got it all at pajamagram.com, including those tempting touch PJs that your wife, your girlfriend, your side piece, whoever, is just going to love. Super soft. The, the tempting touch PJs made with micro velvet, the softest fabric in the world is what the pajama experts there said. Softest in the world, Craig. Uh, guys, go to pajamagram.com. Get that free gift packaging right now if you order now. Uh, it's fast. It's easy. Christmas delivery guaranteed. Pajamagram.com. Tell them A.J. Hoffman from ESPN 97.5 sent you. You don't want to put on the mirrors. First young in the A2 land. Run on 14 mils. Started 14 grams. Dope boy diggers and diamonds and Tim. You shouldn't play with that boy. He is not. Years of research and innovation. Innovation Map is the new voice of innovation in Houston. Pretty cool, huh, Morty? Covering startups, tech, energy, health, social impact, and more. Visit innovationmap.com today. Do it now! Do it! Do it! Do it now! This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. You know, we haven't had a chance to talk much college football, but uh, a lot of people are asking, what, does Florida's loss help A&M? I think Florida was going to lose to Alabama anyway. Yeah. So uh, it really doesn't affect much because I think if – 
Uh, if if Florida does beat Alabama somehow, then they I don't think the LSU loss hurts them. But I don't think they're beating Alabama, so it doesn't matter. But hey, here's the thing: you can look at it one of two ways. You can look at it as well. Florida losing hurts a And M because that's their best win, and now it doesn't look as good. Or you can say, well, A and M beat LSU, and LSU beat Florida, so now that LSU win looks better. It's all all in LSU, the eye of the beholder. LSU's four and five now, so it's not like you know. I mean, they've been a disaster all year, but we're also looking at them under the spectrum of a team that was so yep. good last year, and. I think what we've realized is Alabama's really good. Everybody else is other. Yeah. And Florida's one of those teams, too. While I think they can score enough to you know maybe beat Alabama, they're also the kind of team that's defense is bad enough that they could lose to an LSU. And they throw shoes. And yeah, the, like, the shoe-throwing thing was just... That's quick. What, how do you lose a game by shoe-throwing? Come on, man. Um, we mentioned the North Carolina-Miami game just from a betting perspective, but that, that was a complete and total mismatch. Oh. Miami, Miami, pretty fraudulent. You nailed that last week. Um, Coastal went to 11-0. Did not cover. Did not cover. Yeah. for Looked like they were going to, and it was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Um, uh, you know what? Some, while we're on the SEC, how about Auburn firing Gus Malzahn? Yeah, that's... Uh, I was going I wanted to get to a couple of coaching firings. Uh, Kevin Sumlin, good gone. He deserves it. They, yeah. I mean, obviously, they, like there, there's nothing like that game that that said uh, this team has quit on their coach. Yeah, and that I that you know we were talking about games we have regret about not betting. Yeah, I said that. I said Arizona State's still going to play hard for their coach. Arizona is not, and I. It, it was fourteen to nothing with fourteen minutes to go in the first quarter. It's like, oh, God. And that thing just went downhill from from there. But, yeah, he's gone. But the Malzahn one, um, I think that goes back to, you know, maybe Auburn. I mean, what do they expect to get that's going to be better than Gus Malzahn? I mean, I know they didn't have the year that they had. Not only that, who do they expect to get that's better than Gus Malzahn after they pay Gus Malzahn $21 million to leave? Yeah. Uh, like, what sense does that make? I mean... I mean, that that's that's what I'm I'm concerned about is is can you really do better than Gus Malzahn right now? And yeah, you would have liked to have had a better season and but he's also put together teams that have been really good. So uh yeah, that one I don't want to say it surprises me, but mm. it did surprise me. Uh I mean, not a great no, year obviously, no, but, but- yeah, these guys all have so highly inflated opinions of themselves. It'd be like Texas firing Herman and thinking they could get Urban Meyer. It's like you're not going to get Urban Meyer. Well, the, I mean, that, that I think Texas was at least like, okay, let's see if we can get Urban Meyer, and if we can, then we'll fire Tom Herman. But I don't know. I guess I, I think of Gus Malzahn as, as like his his. They won their. No, they lost the national championship their first yeah. year, first yeah. year there. They, so the uh, but I mean he was OC the year they won, and he was really kind of the reason they yeah. won. So ever since then, so twelve and two lost the national championship game against Jameis Winston. Eight and five, seven and six, eight and five, ten and four, tied for first in the SEC West. Eight and five. That was the. Uh, that was the kick six game, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Uh, eight and five, nine and four. So Pretty good, good. But again, this is 
Auburn has that delusion that because they've had a couple of these seasons where they hopped up and won, you know, 12, 14, like, you know, more than 10 games, that they that's what they should always be. Uh, you know, you think back to... 2000, 2004. The reality is, though, that it's like LSU is pretty much like that, too. And you can't have both of those and Alabama every year. You can't. It's just not realistic. And right now, LSU, is, well, right now, I shouldn't even say, but as a program right now, LSU is more appealing than Auburn. Yeah, and I think they've been more appealing. I think so, too. But even, even really when Auburn was winning national championships and yeah. – and, you know, I say ships won yeah, national championship. Yeah. yeah, but they did. They did go thirteen and zero that year, where it was uh, Texas, USC, and and Auburn all were worthy of playing for a championship. And an undefeated SEC team didn't go to the championship game, which is pretty crazy to think about. But uh, they've had some big years. But uh, honestly, Auburn probably needs to realize that a nine and four average is pretty good. Yeah. Well, you see a lot of programs like that. I mean, Nebraska was like that. They were thinking, oh, eight or nine wins, it's not enough. And what happens when you make that move? But I guess it, it depends on who they get. And I, I don't know that they're going to do much better than than Gus there. And I, I bet he's not out of work for long, although somebody probably can't pay him what he'll make to sit around and do nothing. A um, couple other games to know what we mentioned, Kevin Sumlin whacked, um, that USC's if you're going to put Ohio State in the conversation at five and zero, would you have to put USC in the conversation at five and zero? I mean, I don't know. I, I don't. I, this is me saying I don't think either belong in the conversation. Right. But right. I guess yeah. You you do, and because right, you UCLA is not garbage this year. No, and they. Uh, I mean, that was a comeback. Yeah, it was. A, it, it was a. It that's, was that's a coming good through game. the back door. But uh, yeah, I, I mean they, they've they've got the, the UCLA win on the road is, is a solid win. Um, they beat Utah, uh, decent win at Utah. I, I mean, but I with only four games, I mean, now Utah looked pretty good against Colorado on Saturday in that snow game. That was a lot of actually fun to watch. I was, yeah, my TV actually worked. Yeah. Week, so, it, but Colorado is the one team that I would have liked to see USC play, and then I'd have a I'd have a better idea of what they are. Um, I, I I do think it's actually beneficial for USC that Oregon's replacing Washington in the championship game because Washington's got the Roni. Yeah. So I I think that 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 will look like more of a high profile win, even though Washington has a better record and is is you know ahead of Oregon. I just think beating that Oregon team will do more for them, but I I still don't it's think not it's, it's going to be enough. Yeah. No, but maybe it shouldn't be enough for Ohio State either. It, it, that's the question: is why is it fair for a a six and zero USC team to be left out and no one even question it? Right. But we're all assuming that a six and zero Ohio State team, whose best win will be Indiana, that they should just be a lock. It's just it, it's it's odd, and it's not like USC is not a name brand team, right? Um, and if anything, like God, we've seen a ton of Ohio State in the playoffs the last. Yeah, few years. And, and you know that's it's. I, I I'll be real curious to see what they do tomorrow because we talked about this. Like, okay, the Big Ten can change your rules. Go ahead, uh, but the committee's the one that's going to have to make the real decision. I think we'll find that out tomorrow. Underrated mess says Colorado was my worst bet uh, under in the points. Yo, 
Why doesn't Colorado get Jerry Rice's kid the ball more than once or twice a game? That dude, that dude's fast. He had, a, he had a kick return. He had a long touchdown to start the half. It's like, I think they only targeted him like once in the passing game. Yeah. And it's like, dude. And, you know, but uh, that's, that, that's probably the first full Colorado game I've watched all year, but it was, it was on because <laughs> where we were, we, we still don't have like the internet set up. So I basically got just all the over the air channels. But where we were, I got all of Beaumont's and all of Lake Charles. So I, I had more than one game to, to choose from, which was good. And then, of course, I watched the UH debacle on my computer, which, yeah, that went real well. They're just, you know, and somehow going going to a bowl game with a three and four record. Okay. It just doesn't feel right. No, I, I don't think they should be doing any of these bowls. I'm with you. But, oh, well. 713-780-ESPN. Somebody says Gus is Mike Gundy. Probably not unfair. I mean, same kind of thing. Oklahoma State's always going to be in the mix, but never quite getting over. I mean, the hunt. I, I I don't think it's as much. Well, yeah, I guess so. But all, I mean, that's not an unfair comparison. It's not. But Auburn, I don't think any of us believe Oklahoma's a state where uh, Oklahoma State's a place where you can win national championships. Came Auburn close, has been established as a place that you can. They came really close the one year that when they lost to Iowa State, they were going to be in the championship. They were what, number two in the or number one, I think, and they lost to Iowa they State. They were number one in the country. They're number one or two, yeah, under Gundy, and um, they, I, and they were in. I, I maybe I'm trying to remember exactly what happened that year. That might have been the year LSU got in with two losses because Oklahoma State was in. I, I know we have Okie State fans who can remind me when that was, um, but. Uh, you know, I don't know if I'd bet on them doing it again, but if I did, it would be on my bookie, and that's where you can get in on all the action. You got NBA back already with these exhibition games. You can get in on that. Of course, there's college football. Of course, there's NFL still and soccer. You know, it's all on my bookie, and all the games I played this weekend uh, were on my bookie. And the other cool thing is they uh, they have uh, all kinds of, of great contests for you. Uh, if you're already signed up, they've got great bonuses. And if you haven't signed up, join today, and they're going to match your first deposit 50%. If you enter promo code RADIO when you sign up. And the best thing about my bookie is when you when you win, you get paid. you got easy deposits, easy withdrawals. Man, a lot of times, uh, some sites I've dealt with in the past, boy, if you win, they do everything they can to, to keep you from taking your money out. It's not the case with my bookie. They're happy to pay out when you win. And that's why I use my bookie. You should use my bookie promo code radio, mybookie.ag. You bet, you win, they pay. That's my bookie. Just need a You're listening to the Blitz. Hey guys, sports to you. On ESPN 97.5. Sports to you. You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back as a locally based company. Gal Media believes in the concept of supporting local businesses, jobs, and our community. So we're asking you, our listeners, to hashtag keep it local. 
When you're shopping, eating out, taking out, or buying services, consider a local business and share your great experiences with hashtag Keep It Local. Listen for sponsors that support ESPN 97.5 and 92.5, then hashtag Keep It Local with them. Learn more at ESPN975.com slash Keep It Local. Uh, and a bunch of people uh, reminded me that it was uh, when it was going to be LSU, Oklahoma State. And then Oklahoma State lost like on a Thursday or Friday night to Iowa State. And that was the year LSU had beaten Alabama 9-6. to six. Yeah. And then there was a big controversy that they put Alabama in. Uh, Over LSU. No, LSU was in. They, they oh, rematched. They didn't want to have a rematch. Right. And so they had the rematch and Alabama won 20 to nothing. Yeah. But yes. Uh, but Oklahoma State, all they had to do was beat Iowa State and we would have had LSU, Okie State. So, Man. That's, uh, I, I guess I didn't remember them being that close. Yeah, it was, and at the time there was a there was a big push to get them in anyway because nobody wanted a rematch, yeah. especially a nine six game, and the championship game was pretty gross. And John Granada reminded me that it was Alabama who got in. Uh, all right, so let's do a, a dumbass report. Well, I I wanted to uh, to take a mention on the uh, the Pornhub thing. You you mentioned it off air today. Pornhub purged over half their videos today. Have you guys gone to check and make sure your bookmarks are still in place? I have not. Okay, Fred? No. Fred's premium. None of his stuff is gone. Fred pays for porno, so it, like, yeah, stop. he's a rich. Uh, but yeah, I think it's funny to see people bitching about it on Twitter. About uh, like, Imagine you've gotten free porno, and then now all of a sudden you're like, oh, there's not enough free porno. There's only 9 million videos left on Pornhub. Stop it, guys. Um... Let's let's start with the UK, of course. A mother and daughter unwillingly took home, unwittingly took home a World War II grenade from the beach. It exploded in their kitchen. They they put a hot pin in the grenade to check if it was whale vomit, but it set on fire. Fire Brigade told Miss Cruz that it was a World War II grade grenade encased in wax. Uh, 80 years old, it exploded in their kitchen sink. Not wise, guys. Uh, she said, I posted photos on fossil and archaeology sites. It had lots of replies, but no one suggested it could be a grenade. One woman thought it looked like whale vomit and said I could find out by poking it with a hot pin. Oh, my God. She said a puff of white smoke would come out. What? You guys just believe what anybody tells you on the Internet? Dumbass. Dumbass. The grenade burst into flames and it destroyed their kitchen. But somehow they were it just turned into a fireball. My daughter screamed, ran out of the back door. I grabbed the grenade and ran with it at arm's length into the kitchen where I threw it in the sink. We just went into survival mode. I then rushed upstairs to soak a towel to throw over it and put it out. The adrenaline must have taken over. And it does look like a weird... Like... Like whale vomit. It looks like almost like a loaf of bread or something. It's it's really weird, like a stone loaf yeah, of bread. It doesn't look like a grenade. No, but don't listen to people on the internet. How about that? Yeah, gals. Um, let's see. Where should we go next? How about uh, guys thought they were uh, in Riverside, California. Guys thought they were getting away with some theft, and um, turns out Santa and his elf. That particular night, undercover policemen. Ooh. You get busted shoplifting by Santa Claus? Oh, that's embarrassing. Dumbass. Not only that, those same officers later 
spotted a man stealing a vehicle. Guess what? Got him too. Nice. This is that like Santa and his elf are basically Batman and Robin is what it boils down to. It's a crap. So uh, was the was the elf a little person cop? I think he's just a shorter oh, officer. Okay. okay. Uh, the the um there was the elf was toting a gun and um that someone was videoing it. You hear a guy yell, "Get him, Santa!" <laughs> That's embarrassing. That's embarrassing. Uh, a gun-toting elf scares the hell out of me. This is what's happening in Ontario. We know it's illegal here, but there's been a lot of, of porch thefts in her area. The porch pirates are after her. So what did she do? She said, "I'm going to go ahead and put a package on my uh, on my porch that is just filled with excrement." How long do you think it took for her box full of poop to be stolen? Oh, like right away. 40 minutes. Yeah. Uh, she said, I live in a very busy downtown street. This She's in Ontario. Whoa. Uh, Jeez. Geez. I live on a very busy downtown street. My front door pretty much opens out onto the sidewalk. I've had a number of packages stolen in the three years I've lived here. As a result, I have a very clear label for all my Amazon packages indicating that they should ring my video doorbell. A couple of the couriers that Amazon uses almost never read the label, so that results in my packages being stolen fairly often. I feel like at that point I'd get like a uh, a post office box or something. Like, uh, and like we have instructions on there to always put them in the at the back garage. They never do it. Never do. No. Uh, but yeah, somebody stole a box of poop. If you're a turd, it's gonna it's gonna come, come back, back to, to you. you. Um, and I don't know how much. Uh, I guess your kids aren't old enough for Elf on a Shelf. Like they elf on a shelf. Was elf on a shelf a yeah. thing when your kids were when yeah. you were kids? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, someone tried to do elf on the shelf. Like they always try to do these little uh, themes, right? And someone had the the elves sitting around a uh, a piece of toast in the oven, and it says it's a lot toastier in here. And they're all using paper towels for for blankets. You want to take a guess at what happened no. to those elves? <laughs> Up in flames. Those elves didn't make it. Uh, Elf on a shelf. (laughs) You got to be careful. Fire safety, guys. Yeah. Uh, And now, now, jingle bell and magic. Uh, Apparently, they've they've found a way to uh, to replace the three elves. Mm. So the the kid didn't say, "Oh God, my elves are dead." Uh, the kid they found could new be a elves. good life lesson though. It could be though. Somehow yeah. they just bought brand new elves. I mean, it's like goldfish. What, what yeah. the hell? Learn something, kid. Yeah, pets if I, die. If I put my cat in the oven and it melted, I wouldn't just go get a new cat and say, "Hey, kids, don't worry, it's the same cat." Come back to life. It's not hmm. nice. And that's the dumbass report. Some good ones today. Also, had a story about a guy. Like, a, there's a city that where uh, the it's in Logan Square. I don't know exactly where this is, but there's a uh, an overpass where it tr- it's too short, and trucks keep driving into it, and oh, they're like, boy. "Oh, the alderman's office is they're 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 trying to get this worked out," but they haven't put up a sign or anything. It's happened like multiple times. <laughs> I guess it's around Baltimore, no <laughs> Chicago. My bad. I didn't know what an alderman is. That I I, just, I only know that from the movies. Like they have those in Chicago because they're all like uh, they're all criminals, right? Yeah, it's like the mob owns the aldermans, the aldermen. But they have them in New York too, I guess. Any place with a mafia. So, all right, that's gonna wrap it up. Really good job for a Monday, boys. At least for you two. I hung in there. 
We will uh, do it again tomorrow. Still a lot more college stuff to get to hit on that we didn't get to today, and I'm sure there'll be a few other things. And Ravens-Browns tonight. And uh, I'm on Raven. Till tomorrow. Till tomorrow. Stay Rona free, bitches. This is Ed Tutal Jones, and you're listening to ESPN 97.5.